This is Kurt Kendall from 724 Cigars. All I do is dream about listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. That's f***ing stupid. Welcome into Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Whether you're new to cigars or been smoking for years, Kiss My Ash is here to entertain, inform, and more importantly, smoke. To reach the gang, call 877-960-9960. Now here's your host, Honest Abe. Drinking black coffee to go They keep me smiling as they're playing my favorite songs Got me laughing during breakfast Gotta say these guys are the best And I'll be listening to the show all morning long Yeah, I'll be listening to the show all morning long figure out some words in the show. It, it's okay. We're just flying by the seat of our pants. That's what we do here. <laughs> Spinning too many plates. Good morning. Welcome, loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with the game, Mr. Special K himself, mm-hmm. and the lovely Lady M. Good morning. <laughs> We're sharing a mic because we got a full pack studio today, double header. In the studio sitting right now is none other than uh, Manny. Do you prefer Manny or Manolo? I'm going to ask you outright. Uh, in English, it's Manny, Manolo in Spanish. Because actually, you know, Sal Fontana, my mentor and one of my good friends, guy rest his soul, introduced me, and he always called you Manny. So Manny, yeah. I've been calling you Manny for years, whether you know it or not. Fine. I'm there. <laughs> Manny Casada and Terrence Riley from SAG Cigars are in the studio. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for coming up on your uh, Saturday morning. I'm sure uh, it wasn't the most convenient ride for you. It's an honor and a pleasure It's to a be pleasure here. as Thank always. You. Thanks a lot, guys. And uh, we're going to have a early meet your maker with them right after uh, the first break. And uh, in hour two, we have uh, cigar industry legend, all, two legends today, really. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Lou Rothman. It's a legendary kind of it's a, day. It's a legendary Saturday. It's a legend, but then we're going to wait for it. It's a dairy kind of day. A dairy? Legend dairy day. Oh, dairy day. I mm-hmm. got it. Lactose intolerant? Sometimes. Anyways, one of the things I want to talk about right off the bat, which I just found amazingly interesting and unknown, you know, in my long career in the radio industry, I never knew that you couldn't say the word. I almost said it. Colin's getting ready because he knows. I'm going to say it, so get ready. <laughs> but you know the big game is coming up? The, the one on February 3rd, perhaps? The, the big football game? The contest of two possible teams from yes. the NFC and the AFC. Yes, that game. That happens every year in February. We cannot say that word on the radio. Mm-hmm. That's like along with the, what, nine other words we can't say? Well, uh, seven other. Originally seven. that George Carlin came up with, but then it turned into another eight after somebody created a, another new word. Now, did, Terrence, did you ever think you couldn't say that word on the radio? I don't even know if that's legal or not. I'd like to see that go to the I, Supreme Court, to be honest with you. I was shocked. We walked in the studio, and on the doors is big sign, do not say the word. <laughs> Super Cup. <laughs> so, Stanley Cup? I don't even know. The yeah, you might Stanley not be able Cup. to say that. That, be that you can't do. They don't so, have any regulations on that. 
Just interesting note for everybody out there listening. We cannot see the word Super Cup. Yeah, Stanley Cup, uh, I don't think they're in a position to regulate no. anybody from... No. <laughs> Gary Bettman's got too much things on his hands and worrying about suing me for that. The World Bowl, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you want to call it. But I just thought it was an amazing little side light of what's going on. So mm-hmm. in radio, strange. All the words you can't say, that word. Speaking of which, any plans for the big game? Uh, I haven't gotten that far yet. What no? is it? It's three, it's three weeks. I don't know, but maybe people plan for years for that. Really? Who do you think is going to be in the big game? Let's put it that way. Patriots, of course. Well, well my Eagles are already out. We know that. Your <laughs> Eagles are terrible. Yeah, awful. yeah, your Eagles have other problems to worry about in the Super Bowl. You're still trying to find a general manager. <laughs> I have to go with the Ravens. Steve is a great great friend and customer, the owner of the Ravens, our shop, been a great guy. And Every year they just get there, but they seem to choke. I didn't think they were going to win last week, to be honest with you. I was shocked. I think they're going to cover the spread. I mean, they they're, they always play the Patriots tough. But What, uh, what is the spread for the upcoming I think it's nine. It was nine. Yeah, they were getting week, ten yeah. last week. Yeah, that's way too much. <sighs> Especially in the snow and the cold there. It'll be an interesting uh, football Sunday tomorrow. Yeah. And Ray Lewis's last season and everything, I think that the, they're going to come out and they're going to play hard. So... I, I'm rooting, pulling for my Patriots, but we'll see what happens. I'll bet you a cigar. I'll bet you a cigar. It's All right, we have it here. And with the points, or you're, you're straight No, up? no, with the points. Okay. I'll, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll want to get into that one. You want, <laughs> you want a piece of it? You want a piece of it? I'm a raven. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, whoever I'm for, he's against. So, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I get a friend like that. He just, he's the anti-whatever uh, you root for. Yeah, yeah. It's, inf- it's not fun because either, whatever you say, you know, he doesn't care either way. You know, so you can't get him back ever. <laughs> well, folks, we got a lot of great prizes every week that we do in KMA. Mm-hmm. Um, also, one of our great sponsors, our good friends, are people over at Zycar. Are you ready? Should yeah. I- no, you're not ready. Yes, I am. Come on, really. Yep. Our good friends at Zycar this week are uh, giving us a pull-out punch. It, this week it is a black one, stainless steel. Beautiful. It has like a little keychain. Quick mm-hmm. on the go. Um, it's a forty dollars value and comes with a lifetime uh, warranty. Just the way every man wants his accessory described. Beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I look for That's when I, I buy my cigar accessories. What, what's the current it's value of that? Beautiful. Uh, it's thirty nine ninety nine. So thirty nine ninety five. Be the first call. No, sorry. Be the tenth caller when you hear this sound, and you will win that wonderful package from Zygar. Mm-hmm. Also coming up later in the show, every week we have our Monte Cristo trivia. Mm-hmm. Time or what are we doing this week? Is it a question, question or yeah. you got a question? Yeah. No, actor studio. No, we have a question. So later on during right. the show, we're, we're not bringing the ball gag out. No, no. By by high demand, the ball gag is very popular. You ever mm-hmm. hear Lady M do ball gag? No. Oh, it's great. We ball gag her. Pleasure. <laughs> we ball gag her and then we make her sing. It's a sight. <laughs> it's awful. It's I can only imagine. It actually improves her singing. Oh, yeah. It really yeah, does. They'd rather hear me like that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that being said, uh, we got the Monte Cristo trivia, and we're going to give away a ticket to Great Smoke. Mm-hmm. So we got a break coming up. So before the break, oh, did we already say the what was? Yeah, legend. Legend. I didn't even realize. Yeah. See, social media word. If you follow us on Facebook or Twitter, every Friday we post a social media word. If you hear it, be the first caller, and we will send you, we're going to send you a special five-pack of Quesada cigars, and we have Doc Goldstein from the Lazy Ash Club. Doc, congratulations. We'll be sending you that five-pack of special Quesada cigars, and um, also, Great Smoke. Mm-hmm. Giving away a ticket to our Great Smoke, general admission ticket. By $165 value. $165, also probably one of the 
greatest events in the country. Coming up in, in my just personal opinion. under a month now. <laughs> it's flying. It's mm-hmm. like around the corner. Now, was last year your first one? No, no, I was there the year before. Year before, so two. Yeah, so you got two under your belt. Oh, yeah. Hey, you're, you're, Third time's a charm. Yeah, you're a natural now. No problem. <laughs> Um, we got a few people popping their cherries this year, don't we? Uh, we do, actually. A good number. Yeah, first time. Uh, first our time good friend Bill Paley from La Polina will be first making his La first La appearance. Yeah, La uh, the Casa Fernandez people will Kurt be making their first appearance. Kurt Kendall will be making his first appearance. Uh, Eddie Ortega will be making his first solo appearance. And Espinosa, same thing. Yeah, same thing with their first solos. Um it's, it's a nice group. It's going it, to be it's interesting. A, it's, uh, CLE will be making their first appearance this yes, year. Yes, as, as CLE. Christian's been CLE. there from year one. Yeah, yeah, Christian's been there from year one, but he's just his first time at CLE. Well, anyways, here's our interesting, excuse me, mm-hmm. our interesting trivia question. Every year before the Great Smoke, we have, well, we did it for the last five years, mm-hmm. uh, four years, this year will be the fifth, we have a pre-event dinner. Who was the host, who was the host, the manufacturer that was our guest host for the First pre-event dinner for the Great Smoke. Be the crawler with the correct answer to that. Give us a call at 877-960-9960, and you will win a general mission ticket to the Great Smoke coming up this February. Cool. Absolutely. It's all a good? great ticket. I mean, absolutely. All right. Don't go anywhere, there folks. Been four, yeah, there's been four. There's been pre- four total pre-event dinners. Four total pre-event dinners. So there you go. Yeah. If you got, if, Who was the first? If they have trouble guessing them, I'm going to give them the four, and that would give them a 25% chance later. They give them, <laughs> see the phone calls ringing. So don't go anywhere, folks. After the break, we have Manny Quesada and Terrence Riley of SAG Cigars. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. The public needs to be protected, and when President Obama's new law passes, they will be. Stronger background checks to help identify the criminal. No more will the public have to worry about finding it under the table or on the bottom of their shoe. The gum control law. Chew it, but dispose of it properly. Or prepare for jail. Smack it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. How many companies today offer an honest lifetime warranty on all their products? I only know of one, and that is Zycar. Since 1997, Zycar has lived by their unconditional promise of lifetime warranty and 100% replacement. At Smoke In, we love selling Zycar accessories and cigars. Who wouldn't? If your Zycar accessory fails to live up to the promise of form, feel, and function, simply return it, and they will immediately and cheerfully repair or replace it for you. Now, that's what I call 100% total satisfaction. Hey, if you're looking for a new lighter, cutter, or travel case, Smoke In is an authorized Zycar. Car dealer. Don't be left swimming with the sharks. Zycar for life. In today's market, value is king. And there is no greater value in premium cigars than Casa Magna, a Nicaraguan Porto blended by master blenders Manuel Quesada and Nesta Placencia. The Casa Magna Colorado Robusto is the only cigar to not only retail for under $10, but to also win Cigar of the Year in Cigar Aficionado magazine. Try one of these delicious medium to full-bodied cigars today and satisfy your taste buds without emptying your wallet. They're not just great their Casa Magna great. Want to add some big-time pleasure to your life, the guilt-free kind? Then light up a Vega Fina cigar. 
Vega Fina is a great cigar and a great value to boot. Highlighted by a select Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, it delivers a smooth, mild to medium bodied, top quality smoke. With Vega Fina, you get a lot of enjoyment for less. Surgeon General Warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you got to go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoy de Nicaragua Antonio 1970 is just such a cigar. It is the original Nicaraguan Puro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong-as-ball smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoya de Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40-plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. Hey, cigar enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. I'm Grace Sotolongo, and I am Adam K's only fan. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Welcome back, folks. Honest Abe here in the KMA studios with Special K, the lovely lady M, and our uh, special guest for the upcoming Meet Your Maker segment. Before we get in that, though, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, my, my daughters wake up every morning, mm-hmm. and they wake up like they haven't been fed. I, I, I swear to God. Ever. They, they wake up they haven't been fed in months, <laughs> and, I, and they come to me for some reason since they both were born. I'm the breakfast guy. Mom gets to sleep. I have to make breakfast. And this is a true story, really. And they'll wake me up, and they'll be, Daddy, we're hungry. Can you make a cereal? And I'm like, just give me 10 more minutes. And they start crying. They won't even give me, like, 10 more minutes. So I go out this morning, and I you know, get the cabinet, and I put Zane's bowl out, mm-hmm. and I put Petra's Super Bowl out. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool Super Bowl that we use for breakfast. <laughs> Messing with you, Colin. So it's just Context. Really, yeah, it's a, it's a very cool Super Bowl that, brec- that Petra has breakfast with mm-hmm. every week, every day when she has breakfast, and we use it. So mm-hmm. that's what I did this morning. It makes Are the, you kidding me? It's a very interesting story. It makes the Cheerios that much better. I feel justified now. <laughs> now I can move on with the episode of the show. <laughs> we just, just get stuck in a tangent. It just bothered me. It bothered me deeply for some reason. Context wins. <laughs> Anyways, folks, every week KMA invites a very special guests to be on what's my favorite part of the show. Me, your maker. Attention, please. The smoking light has been turned on. 
Today in the studio, we have Manny Quesada and Terrence Riley from SAG Cigars. Once again, gentlemen, welcome. Thank you very much for taking the time to come up and be with us here in the studio. It's always a pleasure. Pleasure's ours. For us. Terrence is what, your third time? Second. Second, second time, yeah. Second time. So I was glad to have you. And just right off the bat, SAG, name of your company, curious, I mean, not a lot of people know the history. Where does the name mean? Where did it come from? Our company in Cuba was nephews of Antero Gonzalez, sobrinos de Antero Gonzalez, who's my great-grandfather. Wow. See, I didn't even know that, really. And sobrinos, Antero Gonzalez is S-A-G. So wow. when I opened the, fa- the company in Miami, I decided to use the, the letters just as a family. Great. And now you've had brands for many years, um, and your brands are made in... Dominican Republic mostly, and of course Nicaragua and Honduras as well. Great, the and Casa Magna. Casa, the Casa Magna. Casa Magna is in Nicaragua, yes, sir. in Nicaragua, and, and the Casadas lines come out of the Dominican. Out of Dominican Republic, yes, sir. Now next June marks your fortieth. It marks the fortieth anniversary of Matasa. Yes, sir. And I remember when the thirtieth anniversary of the Matasa cigars came out. What did the Matasa stand for? Matasa is Manufactura de Tabacos S.A. Sociedad Anonima. Nothing so can I, be easy. Nothing is no, a simple name. Right? Never. Nothing's called the, Casada Cigars. Yeah. <laughs> I, I took the MA from Manufactura, the TA from Tabacos, and the SA and Matasa. <laughs> and Matasa is what exactly? It's a factory. It's it's a factory where the cigars are rolled? Yes, sir. In the Dominican? In Dominican Republic. In and Santiago. that was founded by your father? And no, sir. That no? was founded by me. Oh, it's founded by you? Yes, sir. There you go. Because what? in Cuba, it, it was a leaf brokerage business. We were brokers. We were not manufacturers in Cuba. Was it true that it started with $100 and a chair and a phone? Matassa did, yes, sir. Really? Yes, sir. That's and, amazing. And three rollers. Three rollers, $100, and a chair. And four bales of tobacco because we needed some tobacco. <laughs> Unbelievable. That, I hear that does help. Yeah. yeah. It goes a it's long easier. way. <laughs> it entertains the cigar makers. <laughs> Manny, what drew you to the Dominican Republic? Our company in Cuba was dealers of tobacco. We would buy from farmers, uh, sort, ferment pack and resell as raw materials. In 1939, the Germans had a stronghold in Dominican Republic and were competing selling Dominican tobacco in Spain, which was our, our market for the Cuban tobacco. Because of pricing, they were undercutting and they were gather, gaining strength in Spain. So my great-grandfather and his brother, who had parallel companies, went to Dominican Republic in 1939 and started buying tobacco out of Cuba from Dominican Republic to sell in Spain and break the stronghold that the Germans had. Wow. So when we left Cuba and donated everything to the new government and <laughs> waved at him and left, we laterally moved to Dominican Republic because we knew the tobacco, we knew the region, oh, the yeah. people, so it was a natural fall in. And we did that with less than $100, as a matter of fact. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and what were some of the first cigars that you produced or rolled? Uh, long, long time ago, we made uh, Ricardo Samuel, which was one of the brands for a gentleman named uh, Richard Edelman in favor of Cohen Gregg. This was 1974. I was two. <laughs> I was two. I was a sparkle <laughs> in the eye of and my lady, parents. And Lady M wasn't born, I'm no, sure. No, a long, no. long time later. No. Uh, uh, then in 77, we started making uh, Wally Frank's cigars. And in 78, we started making Romeo and Julieta. And I came out with a brand of our own, Jose Benito, in, to uh, my uncle, who was in Dominican Republic working with my father, 
was named Jose Benito, so we made that brand as well. That was your first brand? Yes, sir. That was the very first of our own uh, from the factory. Wow. And, and, you know, 40 years later... Thank uh, God we're still there. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you have the Fonseca brand. Yes, sir. We've had the Fonseca. How did you acquire that brand? The Fonseca brand was acquired by a Cuban family in Miami, and they started making cigars in Calle Ocho. In 1974... Uh, we got together and we transferred production to Dominican Republic because the free zones were opening up, and they stayed as a distribution company in Miami. So Fonseca came to the factory in '74 to start making the cigars. You there. were rolling the cigars. Oh yes, for the family that owned it. Yes, sir. And then eventually bought when we, it. When we broke up in 1995, uh, they kept their brands and I kept Fonseca. Oh. So from 1995, Fonseca belongs to us now. Wow, great. Well, I tell you what. Um, this young man here, Terrence Riley, who I speak very highly of, uh, make you blush. I, I tell you what, you know, it's. I've had a long journey in this industry, not as long as yours and myself, and I've seen a lot of companies. And you know, you're too young to have that long a history. It, it feels like a long time. That's the problem. It feels like it's been ages, but you know, it's been 16 years, and in 16 years, its industry has changed a lot. You've seen a lot of wearings, and um, he has been very. Uh, integral in my belief uh a lot of the growth of the brands in at least in our organization he's done a great job and and, and how did this, how did this come about where he ended up working with you now you know it's funny because somebody even said it earlier you know which side of the family from you know you're looking at a really straight out gringo terrence yeah. riley with yeah. an irish name yeah. who's your nephew manola casada yeah <laughs> how did this come to come but, to happen I'm like tom hagan in the godfather yeah exactly. so where did he, where, he's not italian you know but the, where way, come from? The, the way it works abe is in latin america we use more than one surname yes my real name is manuel quesada penavad which is my mother's maiden name which we use in the states we cut it to one he happens to be riley fournier quesada Oh, you hide that. It's in there, though. So he is a Casada. There you go. <laughs> Believe it or not. Absolutely. And his father, he's fa- his father is Riley Casada, so he's even closer. Wow. There so they go. are Casadas. And and how did it come about that Terrence came on? Because Terrence, you've been with the company for how long now? About four years. Yeah, four yeah. years. Well, yeah. Well, five if you count the year you spent with. Okay. Us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Five years. Uh, he just uh, got a. Wild hair up his nose. Uh, <laughs> we were at dinner in, in, in Lauderdale at my cousin's house, and he walks up to me and says, I want to work for you. And I go, hello. <laughs> what do you mean you want to work? Because the American side never even went to Dominican Republic. They didn't want to know anything about leaving the United what States. What made you just out of the blue figure this was what you wanted to do? You know, I, I, again, I came down one time, and I spent a, a week down there, and I spent a summer once working there. And, uh, again, I just – I think like a lot of people just kind of fell in love with the industry and with tobacco and, and the whole uh, ambiance of it. And, uh, and just it's a really – it's a great industry to be in, and I think it, everyone's in it because for the same reasons that I'm giving right now. It's, it's every, just being with everybody and, and uh, you know, smoking cigars. It's a great experience. And that's the basis of everything else that came from. Wow. Um, where are we? Are we good? Well, we we uh, should probably take this one guy who's been holding. Oh, hold. I didn't even see it. My back, was, my yeah. back was toward the computer. We're going to take a call here for the see if they can give away Monte tickets Cristo to the great trivia, smoke. Take a break and come back and finish more with uh, Manola Casada and Terrence Riley. Chris, Chris from North Carolina, welcome. And good morning. You are on Kiss My Ash Radio. Chris, Chris, yes. turn your radio down. Okay. Good, good morning. morning. You're on a delay. Good morning, Chris. How are you? How you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Are you having a mighty fine breakfast? Are you eating out of a Super Bowl? 
just checking, just mm-hmm. checking if you were. So, Chris, uh, you uh, ha- know who is the first host of the first pre-event dinner for the Great Smoke? I believe it was the Jewish State. Oh, no. Sorry. No, that uh, was last year. That was last year. So. We've never repeated to give oh, okay. a hint to anybody. No, no, no. But that was close. So, um, But, you know, give us a call again if you think it. There's nobody <laughs> okay. trying to. We're going to give a hint a little bit before the break. So, Okay. Know, it was fun trying. No problem, Chris. Thanks for calling. Keep listening. Okay. Bye. All right. So should we give a hint before the break? It's one of the 40 manufacturers featured at this year's Great Smoke. Well, that's not long enough. Oh, There's 40 yeah. phone calls. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Well, okay, we're, <laughs> Thanks we're, for narrowing it down. We're, we're getting, it's not one of the first timers we have coming this year that we named previously. We're going to narrow, narrow it down. Here's, here's a group of four that it could have been, okay? It's gonna, it could be either Carlos Tarano, mm-hmm. the Patron family, mm-hmm. uh, who am I missing? Rocky, Rocky Patel. Patel. Mm-hmm. It's one of those three. So we just give you a 33% chance. Yeah. So don't go anywhere, folks. More after the break with Manola Casada and Terrence Riley from SAG Cigars. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. And now, time once again for Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today, we salute you, Mr. Only Person on the Planet who doesn't have the flu. Mr. Only Person on the Planet who doesn't have the flu. Congratulations. Apparently, only you and cockroaches are immune to the nationwide flu epidemic. Miracle of medicine. Your drive to work must be a breeze, other than a few tumbleweeds and a handful of escaped zoo animals. Apocalyptic commute. Finally, you can run your boss's company the way it ought to be run, by roaming the halls naked with a Marlboro Light and bottle of Jack Daniels. Seven-hour lunch breaks. So go ahead. Rummage through an abandoned grocery store for that last can of soup. Go to the DMV and renew your own license plates. Because after all, as the last sole survivor, you deserve a big high five. Provided you can find someone who has the strength to raise their right hand. Mr. Only Person on the Planet who doesn't have the flu. I'm working it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. When it comes to tasting the Jack Daniels family of whiskey, I always suggest that people start with Gentleman Jack. It is the only whiskey in the world to be charcoaled mellow twice, giving it its ultimate smoothness. Such a delicious, full-body whiskey with a kick of fruit and spice with a silky, warm, pleasant finish. When you drink Gentleman Jack, you always enjoy a rich, rewarding taste. It is the only whiskey you will want to drink. The official VIP sponsor of The Great Smoke. Please drink responsibly. In the last 10 years, one cigar company has eclipsed all others in growth. My Father's Cigars and One Cigar Family has become a new industry legend. The Garcia Family, La Reloba, and My Father's Cigars have been given 94 ratings by Cigar Aficionado. And My Father was rated the number three cigar of Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 for 2010. Innovation, construction, consistency, and superior flavor are behind such accolades. Try one of the Garcia Family's great cigars for yourself today. CAO cigars are innovative. CAO cigars are cutting edge. CAO cigars are just simply cooler than the competition. From the original classics, CAO Gold and Maduro, to the unique Brasilia and Italia, to the critically acclaimed La Traviata, and the highly anticipated new CAO Osa Soul collection, there's a CAO cigar for everyone. See for yourself why CAO Cigar has 12 lines, scoring 90 points or higher in Cigar Aficionado. Whether it's a special occasion or just another day, there's a CAO Cigar that's waiting to be a part of the moment. Time for a cigar? Go for a CAO. Surgeon General's warning, cigars not a safe alternative to cigarettes. 
In the Dominican Republic, few names draw on a history or heritage as rich as Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon is a brand with roots running back to the founding of the La Aurora brand in 1903 by Eduardo Leon Jimenez. For over 100 years, the La Aurora company has grown the tobacco used in all of their fine cigars and owned the factories producing every stick. This complete vertical control of production and quality has resulted in the outstanding Guillermo Leon Signature Series cigars, awarded a 93 rating by Cigar Aficionado magazine. Experience a little bit of rich Dominican history. Enjoy a Guillermo Leon signature today. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Melanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. Melanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Kizano cigars are manufactured in the Dominican Republic using only the finest of hand-selected tobaccos that have been aged to perfection. Their cigars have been rated in the 90s by Cigar Aficionado and chosen as best of the best by the Rob Report. From the Kizano 18-paired LXI Habano Sungrown 59 Cameroon to their economically priced bundles, every step has been taken to ensure the finest quality tobaccos and utmost craftsmanship. Kizano cigars. Discover what a fine cigar should be. This is Pete Hernandez with the Hernandez Brothers, and listening to Kiss My Ash Radio is better than eating a meatball sub. Well, almost. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Log on to KissMyAshRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them. 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. All these kinds of places make it seem like it's been ages. Tomorrow's sun will build a scrape sky. Welcome back, folks. Honest Abe here along with my accomplices, the vibrant Lady M and the very special K. I'm not vibrant either. Speaking of special K, mm-hmm. you know I eat my special K cereal every morning in a big Super Bowl. Every morning I eat this big Super Bowl. Can I get like the uh, the shotgun sound effect? Because I think we've killed this joke. Oh no! I, I will be talking about. Or can I get a dead horse or something? I will or, be uh, talking what does about a dead horse sound like? <laughs> I would yeah, like great to. question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is your dead horse impression? Let's hear it. I have no idea. <laughs> Actually, hold on. I you want Emily? Will you sing yeah. first a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> Just a little singing. <laughs> That's bad. That was bad. That was bad. Anyways, I guess I gave some good. Uh, I gave some good uh, hints out there. Our lines are lit up. Gregory, Gregory from my home state, Illinois. Welcome. You are on Kiss My Ash Radio. Good morning, sir. Hello. 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 Hey, Gregory. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. How are you? How are you, sir? I'm doing really good. Yourself? Oh, I'm doing pretty good too. So uh, you are on the air. Are you calling regarding the trivia question there, Gregory? Yes, I am. And who was the first host of the first pre-event dinner for the Great Smoke? Was it Rocky Patel? Oh, Gregory, from my home state, I was hoping you would get it. We've narrowed it down to two, but I appreciate it. Hey, Gregory, do you have a uh, KMA shirt or hat? No, I don't. Well, stay on the line. We will get your information, and we'll get you a hat and a shirt out. All right, thank you. Hey, keep listening. Thank you, Gregory. 
We have Michael from Lake Worth. Michael, welcome. Good morning. You are on Kiss My Ash Radio. Hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. Hey, Abe. It's County Mike. Hey, County Mike. How's it going, County Mike? Good, good. I'm doing taxes. I can't wait for your uh, store to open up in Boynton because I'm like four minutes away. And we all can't wait, believe me. We've been working on it for about a year and a half. Mike, how are those little dogs ears? The puppies are good. They're, they're right here. Now, I'm just me. curious. When you put water, do you put it in a little bowl or a Super Bowl? Uh, they got four bowls, so they're all four Super Bowls. There you go. <laughs> that being said, Mike, uh, do you have the answer to the trivia question so we could give you a ticket to the Great Smoke this year? The first one, um, let me see. Uh, it's down to two. Oh, it's uh, Patron. Oh, Mike. Unbelievable. Yep. That is not I, correct. Patron was two years ago. Oh, okay. I got one more caller who, if he's been listening, should have it narrowed down by <laughs> no. now. Mike, thanks a lot. Do you got a, you got a hat and shirt, Mike? Uh, yeah, I got a, I'm good. You good? All right, pal. We'll see you soon. Keep listening, pal. Okay. All righty, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Iggy, Iggy from West Palm Beach, welcome. You are on Kiss My Ash Radio. If you've been listening, your answer should be narrowed down to a very finite result about now. Iggy. Uh, <laughs> Iggy gave Going up. once. Going yeah, twice. Yeah, this is Iggy. Wow. Ah. Saved by the ah. bell. Can you hear us? No. What'd you say? Hey, it's uh, Serrano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Iggy. Well done, Iggy. Well done. Stick around. We'll get That's your information. Good. We'll get your ticket. And uh, keep listening, my friend. We appreciate it. Okay. We thank you very much, sir. Take care. All right. Yeah, a little reception problem going on over there. Apparently. A little yeah. bit. Please remember, you when got calling in in, please remember when calling into radio stations, do not listen to the radio while on the phone. It's the common. There's a delay. Common problem. So now... Uh, in the studio, we have, once again, uh, Scar and Tree legend Manola Quesada and his nephew Terrence Riley from SAG Cigars. Once again, gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Um, before the break, we were talking a little bit about Matassa. Yes, sir. And um, you have the 40th uh, anniversary uh, coming up. Is it this year or next year? Next year. Next year. I'm a year early. Any big projects we're working on? Anything we're working on it. Yes, sir. Coming up, nothing we could talk about way too early. Um, <laughs> before Matassa became a profitable enterprise... You were still involved in the leaf business, correct? Yes, we were. Are you guys still? Uh, no, sir. No, not all, at all. All the leaf we do now is for the factory. That's it. Yeah. So, uh, you guys, do you guys grow your own tobacco? In Dominican Republic, we have a farm that we do grow binders and and, and fillers. Okay, so you grow partially tobacco, and you do all. This. So it's a pretty very linear company. It is. Um, now, talk about Terrence a lot. Two people we don't talk about a lot is your lovely daughters, who we've had the pleasure of meeting for the first time in Orlando, and we're yes. on the show. They were on the show. Yeah, on the show. Two yeah. lovely young ladies, amazingly knowledgeable. Um, they take after their mother. <laughs> I tell you what, they, they were very knowledgeable and, 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 you know, amazing. I mean, and I tell you the truth, cause, and they look incredible because I thought they were like, you know, half the age of what they, you know, are. I mean, they're great genes in the family, but you have a lot of young in the blood in the company now. Do you feel that's affected the direction of uh, SAG? It has. It has. They have come up with uh, directions that I uh, had never thought on. And if I had thought about them, I, I, I never took them. And they have brought new ideas, new enthusiasm, uh, new palettes as well. I find that very amazing and, and great that you were open to something like that. Because uh, me personally, I, I love my father. I, I worked with him for five years. 
And one of the reasons why I kind of ended up moving to Florida and getting the cigar business was he couldn't let go of anything. You know, I mean, uh, you know, he bought me in to run the company, but really couldn't let go of control. And did you did you find it difficult letting even this though, younger generation? Even though my charge? ancestors were Spaniards, who are very hard headed and very stubborn, in our family they gave us the opportunity to mess up. And my father would let us mess up, and then he would bring us in and say, "All right, we messed up. Learn. Let's move on." And that I I took that very much to heart. He when, gives us enough rope to hang ourselves. When with. the young ones came <laughs> in, I, I I started giving them enough room to mess up, and when we did, and uh, we just fixed it and kept going. But they have that they, they have been on the right track, thankfully, uh, the last couple of three years. Now, Casa Magna, obviously, was number one cigar of the year. Yes, sir. How did that? rating affect SAG? Yes, it uh, it did uh, catapult us into a a notoriety, yes, indeed. All of a sudden. It was a new brand that had just come out only a few months before, and it went from being a brand new brand that not a lot of people knew about to being a brand everybody knew about and and was was looking for. So it it was an adjustment period. (laughs) Well, you've, you've managed to really develop on that. Two, you know, between the Oscuro and uh, the the phenomenal line of the, all the Domus Magnus uh, series. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are incredible. We we blow out of them every time we get them. Uh, so it's developed into a very solid core. Absolutely. Line. Yes, we have had the fortune to work with the Blasencias in Nicaragua, and they have done a magnificent job in maintaining the continuity of the blend and the continuity of the manufacturing as well. So the the brand has been steady for the last. Five years. Now, when you originally came to me a few years ago in Pompano, when, when Tributo just had just come out, yes. Quesada, was that the first line of cigars that bared the Quesada name? That was the first full line. We had had the Quesada 35th anniversary, which was the initial one. Okay. Uh, but that was a limited edition, one right. size, and uh, that sold very well and sold out. And then we came out with the Tributo, which was the next, uh, which is the core line of Quesada. Okay, so that was the first line. Now, and, and from then, Casale just really developed between, you know, all the... Uh, Espanas. Thank you. I'm, I'm brain fronting it. Yeah. Espanas and the Oktoberfest and the... Uh, Curita. Curita. Yeah, mm-hmm. amazing stuff. Now, when... I, I'm going to guess Terrence has got a lot of these brainstorming ideas. Do you ever say this up Really? Does it ever step back and think I, it's too I, off you, the wall? Heisenberg of family. I usually have a harsher word than that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it ends in you. Yeah. But it, it'll turn into a blip here, so I'll, I'll, I'll omit it. <laughs> but it's, it's it's proven to work out very well. Uh, he's, I mean, we, when we come to him sometimes with with ideas. and For example, and, a, with Oktoberfest, <laughs> he comes up and says, I want to put two beer mugs in the front of the box. And I used blip words uh, in, in, in rapid uh, succession. And I said, over my dead body, you'll have, you know, two beer mugs on, on, on the box. And lo and behold, the box has two beer mugs. So I lost. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. That's great. That's a great phenomenon. So what were you saying? You were saying earlier about... Uh in response to... Um, getting the ideas through him and getting yeah, things pushed he, through. Yeah, uh, he, a lot of times he, you know... It's not necessarily something he relates to necessarily, mm-hmm. at least immediately. But as I said, he gives us enough rope to hang ourselves away. Yeah, he gives so, enough rope. Well, I think and uh, we're still alive, so you know that's I'm, promising. I'm sure the coup d'état line was probably something along those lines that had one of those 
is this really what you want to go with? I mean, how does that get started? Or, I mean, where did the brainchild, obviously, you know, it's all about the FDA regulation and, you know, fighting for your rights and with the way the line goes, but where, where did the initiation of that come from and where does it, where is it going to go next? I think a lot of times we, we just, you know, see things and we start talking about ideas and it just, you, you don't know really where it goes and then you end up with an idea that you end up implementing. Uh, the key thing is whether it's, you know, in one direction, Oktoberfest is obviously one direction, coup d'etat is in uh, another direction, but it's to have, there's a lot of great cigars on the market and it's to have kind of something, uh, a current theme that goes along with the blend. I mean, obviously the blend has got to be uh, enjoyable, but you also, you know, you call it coup d'etat and it's a mild Connecticut that doesn't really go well together. So it, it's uh, having a, a great blend, but having a, a, a marketing uh, strategy that really uh, goes together with it as well. So that's what we've been trying to do a little I bit. I want to say in public, and the coup d'etat, the Oktoberfest, and the Heisenbergs have been Terrence's uh, brainchild ideas. <laughs> I give him 20 bucks to say that <laughs> before the show started. Speaking of the Heisenberg, you guys had a major uh, rooftop party last night. Last night. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I meant to ask about it earlier. How'd it go? It went very well, actually. Very, I, very I, well. I really wanted to come down. I was invited to come down. We were tied up last night. and had to, you know Usually I spend the night before getting ready for the show. I tell anybody but you know get one day a week but how did everything go no it went great again in the, the the weather held up we were a little nervous there but it ended up turning out really nice and again it was a it's a great ambiance at, at the hotel with the you know it's an open area and and the whole heisenberg concept of kind of you know forget about for a second all the you know where what seed it is and what crop it's from and who made it and this and that and just you know enjoy the cigar with people that you enjoy being around and and have a good time and that's really what we're kind of go for you've been getting Negative backlash on that. We, I can tell you what, you know, I got a few. Uh, say anal? I got a couple of anal yeah. employees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, a few anal employees, everything's got to be right. Everything's got to be lined up right. How can you sell a cigar and not know nothing about it? You know, what do I tell my cut? I mean, they're like all like freaking Embrace out. Embrace That's what you're I, that's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> they're no, freaking out. No, we actually, and in fact, a little, uh, f- a few people have said, oh, well, you're trying to knock uh, reviews and things like that. And uh, absolutely, that's not, but for instance, like a Michelin critic, when they go to a restaurant, they enjoy the food at the restaurant in a completely different way than you do. They go, then they look at the silverware's lined up, yeah, and they food. have five courses, no matter if they're hungry or not. And they do that. So if you trust that reviewer, you can just go to that restaurant and have a great time and have a good meal. You're not supposed to enjoy the meal the way the, the way they eat right. it. and it's the same thing with a cigar you know we read the review you, if you trust that reviewer you say oh well i'll probably like that and you go and you smoke it in the environment that, you know whether it's your friends or on your own or walking the dog or whatever it is and uh, that's really the reason we're passionate about cigars is that that experience and that's why we're interested in all that information so it's you know just trying to say hey look, take a step back embrace uncertainty and uh, enjoy the cigar for what it is very cool we have uh, manola casada and terrence raleigh from sag imports we're going to wrap it up with them after this break don't go anywhere you're listening to kiss my ash radio you've already become a guitar hero and you're a rock star at rock band but can you master an instrument that tests the very limits of your game system from walking games cowbell 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 hero you'll be the star of the biggest cowbell songs in the history of the cowbell like this one and this one even this one and this one then create with the cowbell Add cowbell to your favorite songs, like this one, and this one, even this one. You're going to want that cowbell. Cowbell Hero, only from Walkin' Games. i got to have more cowbell. And coming this Christmas, Sleighbell Hero. This is so hot. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. 
Say, did I ever tell you that you have a great ash? I'll take that as a compliment. Mmm, that's so nice and firm. Yep, I enjoy showing off my ash. How can I get a terrific ash like yours? Well, it takes just a little practice and an H. Upman 1844 reserve. A long white ash has been the hallmark of H. Upman cigars since 1844. And a long white ash is what separates the new H. Upman 1844 reserve from the pack. Take the H. Upman Ash Challenge. Pick up a couple of H. Upman 1844 reserves and check out its great ash for yourself. So now that we're both smoking H. Upman 1844 reserves, we can compare ashes. My ash is bigger. Yeah, but my ash is prettier. Now who's showing off? H. Upman 1844 reserve. It's one extraordinary cigar. The proof is in the ash. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year and Rob Report's Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest smoking location. With the launch of the Siri D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of cigar making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega Siri D is now available in six classic sizes, from the 4.5 by 48 number 6 to the newly released 6 by 60. Available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega Siri D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers. Old and new. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best-selling premium cigars in America. From the world-renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R Series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente is Fuente. If you're tired of low CD interest rates from the bank or bonds offering 2 to 3%, find out if a fixed return of 5 to 6% better fits into your portfolio. Call Current and Abrams Financial Services now at 561-232-3730 and see how these secure investments will work for you. That's 561-232-3730, 561-232-3730 or Current and Abrams Financial Services. This is George Rico, Mr. Rico Suave from 305, and you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. <laughs> you got that right. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Classic 80s rap going on. Yeah. Humpty Dumpty? No, this is, it sounds like the Humpty Hump, but it is 
different. I have no... I gotta work on my lip reading. I know. <laughs> He's trying to type it right now. Yeah. He's doing three things at once. Well, either way... Oh, De La Soul. Ah. Well, welcome back, folks. Honest Abe here in the studio with Special Kane Lady and with our very special guests, Manola Casada and Terrence Riley from SAG Cigars. And right before the break, you were telling us a story about uh, in Spain? Yes, because we started selling Casa Magnas in Spain about a year and a half ago. And the Spanish, as you know, are very big on soup and and potajes and, and all this. Well, potajes is what? It's just a thick soup. Oh, with, there you go. With potatoes and... Nice. So we were at a restaurant, and uh, I'm a soup guy. I eat soup, like, every day. And I ordered a humongous bowl of soup, and I told the Spaniards, this, I ordered a super tazón. And there was an American gentleman at the table next to me, and he says, what is a super tazón? And I go, it's a super bowl of soup. And there you have yeah. it. Yeah. It's Amazing. a big, big bowl, super bowl of soup. Ooh, a lot of yeah. people eat not super bowls lately. <laughs> Something else. Anyways, during the break, actually, we touched base with Terrence, talking about the uh, new sampler you came out with, the blender sampler. Yeah, the blender sampler. Uh, the, the idea behind it was two things. One is that we, we have uh, some cigars that are difficult to come by, uh, specifically the Casada España, and I get beat up a lot for, oh, nobody I know has this, where can I find it? So we wanted to do uh, a sampler that has uh, some of our harder-to-find cigars. It has the Jalapa in there, it has the Casada Tributo, and it has the, uh, the España. And it also has two sample blends, and we call it a blender sample because what we want the consumer to do is to take these cigars and smoke the blends uh, against the, the cigars that we already make and see if we have something that's that's marketable there. And Because the, what happens, you go to the factory, they hand you four cigars of different blends, and you go, oh, well, I like this one the best. Well, that could be – it's a C, and the rest of them are Ds. So we wanted the comparison to be against something that we already know we've been successful with. Right. So we're asking the, the consumer to partake in that process, and there's a comment card where – with information where you fill out to to get in touch with us in regard to your thoughts and, and they mail the card back to you yeah or, or they email us with their with their commentary Got basically it. and uh, and that's the idea and it, it, the cigar it's it's an interesting process because when you smoke uh, a sample blend we don't roll cigars and wait eight months to to smoke them we roll it and then we smoke them and if it has promise then we smoke it again at a later date and so on and so forth and so you have to be able to smoke that blend and say okay does this have something that with more age is it going to be you know developed nicely is it not and so it's uh, it's to give the the consumer an idea of the process that we go through as well did you get any comments back yet via email we got a, yeah we got a few Already, yes yeah, yeah absolutely cool. you know it's funny it's a very different directions you know they have very different feedback so it's uh, it's neat and, but you know they, they seem very excited about it and uh, the few the, the people that have responded only actually you were the first uh, smoking was the first place to receive them. So, yeah. uh, we, first place that sold out of them, Troy, too. Absolutely. They went amazingly well. I mean, I'm, I'm in shock. I mean, look, our organization has never really been a sampler store. You know, they'll sell during Christmas and they collect dust the rest of the year. I much. practically begged you. I practically you really you. did. I'm like, all right, Carrots, <laughs> I'll take 12. They lasted, what, three minutes? Uh, barely. Yeah. They, they went out on a, you know, on three a minutes. email blast and so, it was gone like that. Now we got, what, a back order for 20, I think, or 30? I don't know. Yeah, we have more. Well, you'll have more coming. Don't worry. Yeah, we we like try to take care of you. And you had a question about uh, uh, I know. Well, I mean, you, you know how we're talking during the breaks. And, uh, you know, you, of course, are massive on the Twitter and constantly being retweeted at by people. But, you know, the other, one of the big things that keeps coming out there is the uh, España Lancero. Yes, sir. Which is only being released as one box a month in a drawing. Yes. Basically, we take uh, – with the España, the thing is it's a cigar. It's not in our catalog. It's not sold – you know, for this market, it's meant for for Spain, and it was mm-hmm. designed for Spain. And so the uh, the majority of the shipments go there. 
And during Pro Cigar about two years ago, we had some retailers that were very excited about it. And so there's a few places that you can you can get them in the United States, uh, but it's very hard to get, come by. And so we, we had people bothering us a lot for them. And I think I've gotten five boxes total ever. And so we don't have a lot of them. And we've and what we did is a, a promo basically mm-hmm. where uh, we're making one box per month or sending out one box per month uh, to one of our top 50 retailers is by raffle. So you can't you know we can bug me about, hey, how come I didn't get it? You know, it's uh, purely luck of the draw. And, and can I, uh, can we're I doing fill the, the ballot box a little extra maybe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you know, I, my wallet's a little light there, Adam. Uh, you know. <laughs> so is Adam's wallet. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys have a contest probably. <laughs> we'll have a contest to see who's lighter. That'll work. Nobody tries to do anything for you and me, Abe. Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> So let me ask you something. Do you feel yourself at this point in your career, um, and all? Of, uh, are you going to sit back, enjoy the fruits of labor, let the young ones uh, shoot? Are you are you still going to? You know, the retirement policy in our company is you die in your desk. <laughs> <laughs> He's not kidding. <laughs> and they carry you away. So I think that's the policy on my contract too. Yeah. Uh, so I'm no, I'm I'm not going to retire. Though I am being helped a whole lot by the young the young ones. You feel the, the relief of the oh, loss yes, pressure. And again, at the end of the day, I mean, he has so many advantages. I mean, I obviously grew up in the United States, uh, but he had the opportunity to obviously he's fluent in both languages he's very uh comfortable in both cultures uh he you know went to high school and college in the united states served in vietnam uh but it was also spent much of his life in in dominican republic so he can go through both worlds to a much greater degree than any of us on you know either my cousins or myself can so he's uh he's still pretty indispensable for now well yeah, I'm at the back of the bus with the door open, and they're about to kick me out. But I'm still there. Yeah. He's, he's clinging, though. He's clinging on very, you know. Well, listen, a question I like to ask a lot of my guests who come on the show for the first time. Um, you've been in the industry now how many years? Forty years. Forty solid long years. If you could close your eyes and just dream and have a dream, and you could do anything in the world, what would it be other than the cigar industry? Other than the cigar industry. Uh, can, Growing tobacco involved in the cigar industry? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, now, if you want to say a farmer of some corn, that's different. <laughs> no, no, no. I would try baking bread. Baking. Being a baker, really. Because yeah, that's how our, our family started in Cuba. In I, I 18, find this the most intriguing question every time I ask somebody. <laughs> no. oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's true, though, because they, originally they were bakers. They were bakers. I, 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 I would try that. So you have it in your blood somewhere. Yeah. Breads or pastries? Yeah. Yeah, anything. Well, pastries I, I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> None of us need. That's yeah. the problem. I mean, yeah, like a hole in that. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, thank you very much, guys. We appreciate it. Always a pleasure being on the show. Terrence, we'll see you February 16th. Absolutely. And uh, hopefully if you can make it, hopefully we'll, I'll try we'll to see you, Manny. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for coming on Kiss My Ash Radio. And uh, we'll see you hopefully in a couple weeks. Thank you for Thanks having Thanks for having us. us. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. Folks, don't go, anymore. don't go anywhere. After the break, we have another Meet Your Maker segment with another cigar legend, founder of JR Cigars. Lou Rothman, you are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Smoke it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. 
This is Eric Espinosa, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601, Murcielago, and Cubao. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. In the last 10 years, one cigar company has eclipsed all others in growth. My Father's Cigars. And one cigar family has become a new industry legend. The Garcia family, La Reloba, and My Father's Cigars have been given 94 ratings by Cigar Aficionado. And My Father was rated the number three cigar of Cigar Aficionado's top 25 for 2010. Innovation, construction, consistency, and superior flavor are behind such accolades. Try one of the Garcia family's great cigars for yourself today. Old world Cuban tradition and heritage can be felt in every cigar from Pete Johnson's Havana Cellars. Whether you're smoking a Tatuaje, La Riqueza, Cabaguan, Ambos Mundos, or El Triunfador, Fausto, or La Casita, you will always experience a unique smoking sensation that will take you back in time. Chosen as Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 and with multiple ratings above 90, see for yourself why everyone is raving about the fine cigars from Pete Johnson and Havana Cellars. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you about Drew Estate's highly sought-after Liga Pravada cigar that was originally created solely for the smoking pleasure of their own company's president. Exquisitely blended from seven different rare tobaccos from seven different farms, it is handcrafted by only the absolute best torcedors. No expense has been spared or shortcuts taken in its creation, and each cigar is guaranteed to be flawless in construction, flavor, and character. Rich, complex, full-bodied without being harsh, Liga Pravada can be best described in one word. Satisfying. Hello, this is Liam Neeson. And when I'm not repeatedly starring in the same movie as a loving father hell-bent on revenge, I like to start my mornings with this show. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Hour 2, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. The work week's wrapping up, getting sick of this can't wait till it's the weekend. The boss wants overtime. I'll be stuck in here forever. All for such a puny paycheck. Yeah, I can't wait till it's the Welcome back, loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. You are listening to Hour 2 of KMA episode number 71. 
I'm your host, Honest Abe, along with my crew, the very special K and the lovely Lady M. Still available in hour two, great prizes. We still have the Monte Cristo trivia question. Yes, we do. Yes, trivia, give away $50. And, um, that it? Social uh, media words? Zykar. Zykar has not been given out yet. Zykar is still the available. The sounder as well. has not gone off. The sounder has not gone so off. So listen intently. So, and of course, coming up soon, uh, our, our second Meet Your Maker mm-hmm. segment of uh, this edition of Kiss My Ash Radio, uh, cigar legend and founder of JR Cigars, Lou Rothman, will be on the show in a little bit. Uh, before we get to that, uh, let's hit the news. Cigar news for the week. Mm-hmm. Illusion's new Rothschilds might appear early. News of this classic style cigar first appeared late last year after the big smoke, but brand owner Dion Giolito hinted earlier this week that the Illusion Rothschild might hit stores before its original Ides of March date. Giolito's on record as saying as new is old and forward is backwards. Okay. So with that, he created a classic four and a half by 50 ring long filler Nicaraguan tobacco encased in a decadent Maduro wrapper. The cigar is described as a palate pleaser and easy on the wallet. The Illusion Rothschild is Dion Giolito's third consecutive new release to come from the Tabasa factory in Esteli. New H. Upman cigar features tobacco from 2008 crop. I'm sure our guest will have very interesting things to say about that. Next month, Altus USA will be releasing a newer, bolder H. Upman cigar, the H. Upman Legacy. The three-size line will feature a dark Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper and tobacco from a 2008 crop. Of the currently seven different H. Upman brands in Altus' portfolio, the Legacy is the first to utilize an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Vintage dates are also unusual for Altus, but the company states that their mission was not just to add a full-bodied blend to the H. Upman line, but one that is also unique in character. 601 La Bamba Challenge. Espinosa Premium Cigars invites fans to participate in the 601 La Bomba Challenge, where smokers take a before and after picture of their smoking experience with the La Bomba cigar. All those who wish to be considered for the contest must post their photos on Facebook, Twitter, or Twitter, or Instagram. The contest will run for six weeks, and a different winner will be chosen each week, starting with January 18th. Each winner will receive a 601 La Bamba Ashtray and a La Bamba Squad t-shirt. And for those of you who haven't visited, the Room 101 Big Delicious site is live and up. There you can follow the adventures of Swanky White and Big Delicious, with new episodes posted every Friday at 8 a.m. So actually, last Yesterday, yep. Episode three went up. Episode three. Yes, it's the fic- fictional journey mm-hmm. of Matt Booth and myself, and the uh, development. It, it might be plagiarized a little. Bit. A little bit, <laughs> and the development of our new and upcoming cigar that will be released April, the Big Delicious Room One Hundred One Big Delicious Cigar, and of course, those attendees who come to the pre-event dinner of the Great Smoke will be amongst the first in the country to receive a limited edition five pack. Yeah, I. It's going to be ecstatic. I can't wait. I'm pretty excited about it. I, I Matt's a really great guy to work with. He is love that dude. He is a great guy. It's been a very fun project. So I'm I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. Pumped. We work. just got to get him back from Europe. I don't know if he's ever going to want to. He come just back. got back. He just got back. He just got back. He was waiting for like a month, but he just got back. Like a month and a half. Yeah, he was gone for a long. He went time. all over Europe. Yeah, that's what some people get to do. I know, jerks. 
So, <sighs> Lady M. Microsoft trivia yeah, question. Yeah, you, you, you ready to give away some money? We're ready. La -da 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 -da. Get your fingers ready to dial 877-960-9960 because this is your chance to win $50 courtesy of Monte Cristo Cigars. Yes, this question is actually in honor of our guest, Lou Rothman. If you know about, you know, his JR stores, we want to know what are the three cities in North Carolina that have the JR Superstores? There you go. If you can name the three cities in North Carolina where JR Superstores exist, be the first caller at 877-960-9960, and you'll win $50 courtesy of Monte Cristo Cigars. That being said, it's time once again for the second time of this episode for my favorite part of the show. Me, your maker. Attention, please. The smoking light has been turned on. In the studio today, really, honestly, a cigar legend, a gentleman who I've had the honor and pleasure of sitting down many times and sharing stories and trying to learn as much as I can from him. Uh, JR Cigar founder, Lou Rothman. Lou, I really want to thank you for taking the time and coming in on the Saturday morning and uh, sitting here with us on the radio show. Well, I'm retired. I got nothing but time. <laughs> <laughs> and how long has the retirement been, Lou? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I guess it's almost two years. Has it been two years? A year years? and a half. A year yeah. and a half. Yeah. How has retirement treated you? Have you been adapting well? Yeah, it's amazing how busy you can be doing nothing. Uh, lots of golf. It takes a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, I played one hole with Jim Colucci the other day. <laughs> one hole of golf? Is that, is, that, is that the new 18 now? You play one over 18 days? Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I had time for that. Well, listen, Lou, I mean, plethora of questions. Everybody wanted me to ask certain questions. I mean, obviously, uh, you're a man who has uh, defined this industry over the last decades and um you know where to start so how let's start from the beginning and i'm sure you probably been asked this but a lot of our listeners may not heard it how did you eventually get in the cigar business your father had a cigar business that you ended up getting into uh actually my wife and i were opening up a grocery store on the corner of sixth avenue and 45th street and um as we were fixing up the place uh, people kept knocking on the door for cigars Wow. And uh, it turned out that uh, two brothers named Marinoff had had a cigar store there for 34 years. And so I just said to my wife, listen, if everybody wants cigars, here, why are we opening a grocery store? We're opening a cigar store. I've sold, you know, because I had, I had worked with my father in several United Cigar Stores up in Harlem uh, prior to that. So yeah, I knew the business pretty well. I grew and, up in it. So you never, any, never ended up even opening up a cigar, the grocery business? No, no. Wow. But, but the name of the corporation, strangely enough, was J&R Grocery Corp because when I signed the lease, I thought we were opening up a grocery store, and, and it stayed that way for, you know, maybe like uh, 35 years. We just – it was always a DBA, J&R Grocery, doing business as J&R Tobacco. And, and where was the J&R from? I mean, our Rothman? Uh, that's or? my father's initials okay. for J&R, but uh, – Ours was actually J period, N period, R period, but it just sounded like J and R. So, so when we made our logo, it was a J ampersand R. And then those guys from uh, J and R Music, you know, the... Music company. 
uh, discount electronics yeah. and whatnot. They opened up across the street from us, uh, our Broadway store, and they also opened up on the name J&R. I, I should have stopped them, but I didn't, and now, you know, now it's a little late. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just went to JR. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, it's funny because I, I look at, you know, my development in the last 16 years of the business, and do you feel or can you remember what was – a defining time for you where you felt this is the turn? I mean, obviously you started out a small operation and you built it up over time, but what was the turn where you saw the potential that this thing was going to become bigger than you probably have ever thought it was going to be? Uh, it was when I decided to go into the mail order business. Now, at that point, you had how many... Did you, did you have the stores in North Carolina at no, that point? No, we just had one little store. It was 14 feet by 21 feet with a cigar with a sign up that said, uh, World's Largest Cigar Store. That's true. <laughs> 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 and, and, you know, when you do the mail order business, were you doing a catalog? Um, well, then I, I just put an ad in the Times. What happened is uh, some drunken guy uh, broke the front door of our store. And when we came in, all these stamps from our stamp machine was on were on the ground. <laughs> this shows you there was no planning here. Oh, my God. And my wife said to me, like, what are we going to do with all these stamps? And I said, uh, let's go in a mail order business. Are you serious? I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I put an ad in the New York Times, uh, you know, and I listed like five or six cigars at our dead cost. And it said uh, catalog on request, and we got 722 requests for a catalog we didn't have. Oh, my God. So then I went next door to, uh, I forget the name of the radio store. It was, a, you know, like a store that sold televisions and stuff. He yeah, was yeah. a customer, and I borrowed his typewriter, and I was typing out a catalog between customers. Are you kidding uh, me? Yeah, that was it. And you printed up you seven hundred and some. Yeah, well, not printed. It's like rexograph, you know. You oh my god! Them. No, no. What what year was this when this happened? Uh, that was nineteen seventy one. Nineteen seventy one. Nineteen seventy seventy one, like that. Seventy seventy one. The first JR catalog. Yeah. On a typewriter. <laughs> on a, started on a typewriter because the stamp machine broke. That and they were doing no pictures, you know. Then I decided to put pictures in and. Uh, I when I took the thing to the printer, you know, I just had the cigars glued to the page in the right spot. Oh he said, my God! He said, "No, you can't do that. You actually have to have a picture of them." So then I had pictures taken of the cigars, but they came out like black sticks. Oh, and then he said they had to be screened. I don't even know what that meant. Oh wow! Sixty-five dots to the inch. Yeah. So it took a while. Actually, I made the first uh, real catalog. It took weeks and weeks and weeks working at home because every single letter was rubbed off with Letraset. Oh, my had a, God. And, and that's the way I made the first one. And then we used to, me and LaVonda used to run around and put them in different mailboxes because we were afraid if we dumped all them in one mailbox, the mailman would throw them in a sewer or something. Right. You know? Unbelievable. <laughs> that's really amazing. Now... Now, obviously, this little store was – how quickly before you had to get out of it because the mail order was taking off? And at this time, was there anybody else doing mail order? Uh, one guy, Marty Herbst, uh, International Cigar, who we, we later bought his company. But, uh, yeah, our, our mail order business – actually, it started – the first guy was named John Reed from Austin, Texas. He 
he bought a cigar from us called Valencia Corona Grand, which was made by Camacho at the time. And uh, that was a real person, Simon Camacho, not not, yes, not yes. the Aroha family. <laughs> and uh, so, um, you know, the guy asked us if we do mail order business. And, we, you know, the stamp machine had just been broken open. <laughs> and, and I said to the guy, I said, of course we do mail order business. You don't think we can make a living in a store this size? <laughs> So um, he was our first customer, and Lavanda used to make the packages, my wife, and, and you know, them sh- shopping baskets like ladies go to the grocery store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she would take the packages to the post office and mail them. And I remember the first time we had a guy order from New Mexico to the postmaster <laughs> thought we should make a, um, what do you call it, uh, you know, like when you're mailing to another country. She had a hard time convincing him that New Mexico was part of the United States. (laughs) (laughs) And she used to weigh the packages. She would weigh herself in the morning. And then when she made a package, she would get on the scale and subtract her weight, you know. Oh, my God. It used to be you had to write the whole address in the UPS book. And they only went to 14 states at the time. The rest of it had to go to post office. UPS I'm, didn't go everywhere. Isn't that something that has to be take things for granted? Right. Lou Rothman, led, cigar legend and founder of JR Cigars, in the studio Kiss My Ash Radio. Don't go anywhere. We're going to have more stories and more talk with Lou right after this break. Here at Subway, we're as shocked as the rest of the world to discover our footlong sandwiches are only 11 inches long. We'd like our customers to know we're not the first to mistakenly add an imaginary inch. Plus, it's a scientific fact that sandwiches shrink in cold weather. Although you may have been served an 11-inch sandwich in the suburbs, our inner-city subways often provide 13 to 14-inch footlongs, so it all evens out. For a limited time only, if you receive an 11-inch footlong, please see our subway store manager for a complimentary sandwich pump. Thank you. Oh, hey, girl, hey. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. For over 75 years, one cigar has set the quality standard against which all others are measured and has become the world's most recognized and revered brand, Monte Cristo. Whether you prefer the subtle complexities of Monte Cristo Classic, the smooth elegance of Monte Cristo White, the rich, seductive flavor of Monte Cristo Platinum, or the dark and mysterious Monte Cristo Reserva Negra, you are savoring, quite simply, the best of the best. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Enjoy the delightful moments of life with spirit and emotion, either for oneself or together with friends. This is a genuine lifestyle. It is Davidoff's. The Good Life, uniting craftsmanship, dedication, and knowledge of tradition has been the key to the success of the Davidoff brand. Davidoff, when only the best will do. Smoke In is a proud Davidoff appointed merchant and proudly offers a wide selection of the highly acclaimed Davidoff white label cigars. For your nearest Smoke In location, visit www.smokein.com. Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Raff at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. 
Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. This is Charlie Torano from the Torano Family Cigar Company. I can win Adam K's stash cigars with my eyes closed if I want them, but because he doesn't have the courtesy of including any Toranos, I don't want the freaking cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Welcome back, loyal listeners. I'm your host, Honest Dave, with my special crew, uh, Special K and the lovely Lady M in the studio today. A uh, good friend and uh, a legend of the cigar industry, founder of JR Cigars, Lou Rothman. Once again, Lou, thank you very much for uh, coming in and spending your Saturday morning with us and our listeners. Um, before we go on, I just want to take a couple calls, see if everybody anybody knows where you're, what three cities that your three stores in North Carolina are in. And first up, we have Christian. Christian from Long Island. Christian, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Awesome. Well, freezing in New York, but other than that, I'm all right. I'm smoking, hanging out. That's why we live in Florida. <laughs> Lucky dog. So, Christian, tell us, uh, do you know what three cities uh, uh, JR stores exist in North Carolina? I believe uh, Burlington, Statesville, and Soma. Ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. Well done. Have you driven by any of those stores? You know what? Uh, years ago, I went to the Burlington store, and actually, that was the first time I saw a cigar store of that magnitude. When they say superstores, they're not kidding. <laughs> I was overwhelmed. This was a decade ago, but it was it was really inspiring at that point. Different universe, isn't it? Yeah, it was really, really cool, and it's been crazy ever since. But yeah, great store. Well, congratulations, Christian. You just won $50, courtesy of Monte Cristo. We appreciate it. Keep on listening, my brother. Hey, great interviews today, man. Thank you very much. Later, thanks. So, Lou, speaking of North Carolina, now you, get, you have the world's largest cigar shop there in New York, and at what point do you break out a map and say, this is where we need to be? Well, a number of years had gone by, and the company had uh, you know, developed, and the mail order business had grown, and uh, we had our warehouse in Fairfield, New Jersey, 
and uh, they passed a uh, tax uh, on cigars in New Jersey. I believe it was 24%. Now, just to get some perspective here, how long is this now since you've opened where you have the warehouse in New Jersey and shipping out, out of? Mm, about 15 years. Okay, so it's 15 years and you have right. a big warehouse, you're doing a lot of mail order, yeah. and then they pass a tax. Right, and the tax, uh, we could not get a determined. Nobody in the state would tell us if there would be a floor tax. And the floor tax, of course, you know, you would have to pay the tax on your existing inventory. And then if you shipped it out of the state, they would send it back to you someday in the future. But uh, the, the floor tax would have been millions and millions of dollars. Brutal. And so uh, I called up Jesse Helms, the, who was the senator in North Carolina at the time, and, uh, you know, although a lot of people don't like Jesse Helms, I will say he did a hell of a lot of good things for the state of North Carolina. He connected me with some guy in the Economic Development Department, and that guy made arrangements for us to see any number of sites. They said they would fly me around on a helicopter, which I don't like to fly, so I drove. <laughs> but uh, I, I found this place on I-95 that was right on the highway, and... Um, yeah, I, I made an offer and bought that building, and and uh, within 30 days we had moved the entire company to North Carolina before the law came into effect. Now, as you're going around, obviously you're, you're claiming— By the way, I, I said to them at the time I guaranteed that we would hire at least 30 people, and we ended up hiring over 600 in North Carolina. <laughs> wow. Um, at that time— was the significance of it being right off of I-95 that relevant to you? Were you, were you thinking that far in advance? No, I just it wanted just that as a mail-order warehouse. Wow. But I, uh, I, while they were putting up our shelves, I, I, there was a place next door, Stuckey's, you know, like a drive-in mm -hmm. uh, hot dog place. Yeah. And while I was sitting there talking to different people because I was using a booth like for my office, People kept coming in, you know, buying like five, ten cartons of cigarettes at a time. And so I decided I would do cigarettes in the store that we were opening. I cut off the front of it, and I called up uh, Philip Morris and Reynolds, and I put in a cigarette rack that was 350 feet long. Unbelievable. And, uh, I mean, it was incredible. We, we, we got to a point where we were selling 600,000 cartons of cigarettes a month. A month? Wow. Yeah. A month. It was, it was staggering, staggering. Was that another turn that you were unexpected? That yeah. Who, uh, you know, just another turn that just catapulted upwards. Right. And then I, I wanted to become a direct uh, direct on cigarettes. And uh, the way that it works is very difficult to become a direct account of Philip Morris or any of the companies. Um, uh, who would be, and, and who you, would be direct accounts, like Costco's or... No, they're not even direct. Really? Yeah, well, so you have to get a license first as a distributor and then, you know, and then become a direct account and they... Like an E.B. Brown would be direct? Yeah, so I, I, the it. Philip Morris people came and they said they would not open me as a direct account unless I could get somebody else first to agree to uh, open, open us. But I knew this guy, Charlie Mullen. He was the president of American Tobacco. And so I called him on the phone. I said, hey, Charlie, the Philip Morris guys are here now. Can you fax me a letter saying that American is going to sell me cigarettes? And he said, no problem. Five minutes later, boom. <laughs> and that's how I became a direct account. Unbelievable. That guy used to come into our store in Harlem, Charlie Mullen. was, you know, like you buy five cartons of Luckies and put them on the counter, and he would give you an extra carton. So I knew him from the days he was a missionary man. 
when, when you listen to it, it almost looked like divine intervention along the yeah, way. Everything yeah. just worked out. No, it is. It is. It's got to be in the right place at the right time. It really is amazing. Now, you know, unfortunately, uh, over the years, you've kind of have your company, and when you were running a company, had the re- image of being retailer enemy number one, obviously because of your incredibly low prices and, you know, your huge and vast selection. Did that ever bother you? Did that did that ever come to play in any decisions you made on how other retailers across the country felt about JR cigars? Yeah, I think the there are a lot of retailers, uh, many of whom are no longer in business, that that we helped out. I mean, especially during the the time of the cigar boom, we just kept selling every anybody who was our customer. We took care of. We didn't take we didn't take a new customer for eighteen months. Really? When the cigar boom ended, we had 76,000 people that our operators started to call to tell them that we were now taking accounts again. But, but we didn't take a new customer for a year and a half, and I kept supplying stores that were theoretically my competitors who were buying wholesale from us before. Uh, that's just And that's through, that's through your distribution center of Santa Clara cigars. Yeah, cigar. yeah. So I, I, I don't think I ever did anything... Uh, intentionally to harm anybody and you know they everybody else is free to go into the mail order business too i think anybody who's not in the mail order business is a moron i have because, that i have that argument every day yeah, with people you, with a store you have a finite limit as to how far people will drive to get a product mm-hmm. and and with the mail order you can go anywhere anywhere and it's a, you know it's a lot easier to get a very thin sliver of that market than try to dominate get 90% of your local market. Right. So that's amazing. And you don't have any people taking money at a cash register mm-hmm. either. Speaking of which, one of my next questions, you know, I, I, over the years, have gone had multiple retail stores. You know, how how did you have any control on pilfering when you get that big and, and you know, between employees? I mean, is it all just structural managers watch employees who watch this, who watch supervisors? Did, well, you, have, did you have any major issues with pilfering? Um, I would say amongst my employees, no. Amongst our managers, occasionally, because you know they were the people who were supposed to be watching the other people, but who was watching them. So I, I did have I did have a major problem. Actually, it wasn't in the tobacco part. It was in our we had a Nathan's restaurant, and uh, <laughs> the woman was an embezzler, and and uh, we. It was it was bad. It was bad. it's a long story. You don't have time for a show. <laughs> <laughs> But, but uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. A, it was a prolific problem as you grew. Uh, no, as as we grew, it actually became less and less of a problem because more and more people were using credit cards. You know, in the, in the beginning, it used to be all cash. We didn't even take checks, uh, so there was an oppor- You know, greater opportunity. And and as far as internal theft and stealing cigars, is not the easiest thing to get rid of. The cigarette part was, and and there we had. Uh, Armed guards and rotating beacons. Really recorded. It. Yeah. Wow. We, well, if you went into, if you, if something happened in Selma, or Statesville, or Burlington, and you needed the police, sometimes they would call our store because so many of the police were working there. Oh, they wow. knew. They at least they knew there would always be several armed policemen and their cars at our store. Just because of the mass value of all the cigarettes that were in there. Yeah, yeah. Mean, Massive amounts. Tremendous, yeah, tremendous. Uh, we had brinks coming twice a day to each store. Now, there was a story, and I don't know how true it, uh, it was that I'd come across. Cheap lie. <laughs> <laughs> About... Um, 
one of your pilferages who were making a sale and a cigar box and was it was actually a cigar box full of cash? I made that sale. Yeah, we had a brand that was called Lavanda. It was after my name, my wife's name, Lavanda 88, 98, you know, different numbers. Yeah. But it was just the right size for money, and we used to put the money from the till in there. Uh, this is early on in our first store, and I don't know, a guy bought a box of Lavanda 88, so I gave him that box. With no. The money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. How much money was in the box? Uh, I don't know, a couple of thousand yeah. dollars. Did you return you it? Know, that's, that's a long time ago. That was a lot of money in 1972 or so. Yeah, he brought it back. No, yeah. really? Yeah, actually, a lot of crazy things happened like that. The one Did you time, at least give him a free box of cigars? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one time a guy uh, left his wallet in the store, and, and it was like $1,500 in it, which is like, that's like $15,000 today. And the guy came back in, he's all sweating or whatever, because we had opened his wallet and found his phone number and called him to come back in. And, you know, he checked his wallet and all his money was in there, and... You know, he, should, he said to us, you know, like, uh, I keep coming in here for Dunhill Monte Cruz. You never have the cigar. And I said, well, they won't sell them to us. And he said, well, my brother is on the board of directors of the Rothmans Group in England. or the, You know, uh, and he said uh, he would talk to him. And lo and behold, the next morning, this guy, Lester Garrett, who was the New York salesman for, for Dunhill, came in and opened us up as an accountant. So, wow. So, you know, if you're... If, 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 if right good place. things happen, yeah. Yeah, what comes around comes around. It's amazing. Well, listen, folks, don't go anywhere. We've got more with Lou Roth and JR Cigars. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Having trouble shipping your box of human heads? Not all human head delivery services are reliable. Here at HeadX, we guarantee overnight shipping of all skulls, domes, and noggins. And with our handy online tracking service, you can follow your collection of craniums anywhere around the world. We also offer insurance, so if your ears are lost in Chicago, we'll sever a fresh pair and replace them at no extra cost. Shipping with us is really a no-brainer. HeadX, when your hacked-off melons absolutely positively have to be there overnight. Drop it like it's hot. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Critically acclaimed La Gloria Cubano cigars are handcrafted in the Dominican Republic and have become known for their full-bodied, rich flavor and distinctive spicy sweetness. With multiple ratings of 90 or better from Cigar Aficionado and a listing in Rob Report's Best of the Best, it's no wonder that La Gloria cigars are a favorite among cigar connoisseurs. Taste for yourself why La Gloria Cubano cigars are one of the finest premium cigar brands in the market. Surgeon General Warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility. Still birth and low birth rate. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoke-in locations. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try our 15th anniversary cigar. This cigar is made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Rich Habano wrapper from Ecuador, Nicaraguan fillers from our farms in Condega, Esteli, and Jalapa. This cigar delivers a lot of flavor, richness, body, and some spice. 
I promise you, if you've never tried the 15th anniversary, it's going to deliver all the flavor you ever want in a great, rich cigar. Honest Abe here. I want to tell you about the coolest cigar app that you could download for free. It's called Cigar Boss, and it features information, pictures, and reviews for over 7,000 cigars. Cigar Boss even lets me keep track of the cigars in my humidor, helps me pick out the perfect cigar that I want to smoke, and read what other real cigar smokers are saying. Cigar Boss will help you find nearby cigar shops and offer special deals only for members. The best part about Cigar Boss is that it's absolutely free. Download Cigar Boss on your iPhone or Android device today. When it comes to tasting the Jack Daniels family of whiskey, I always suggest that people start with Gentleman Jack. It is the only whiskey in the world to be charcoal mellowed twice, giving it its ultimate smoothness. Such a delicious, full-body whiskey with a kick of fruit and spice with a silky, warm, pleasant finish. When you drink Gentleman Jack, you always enjoy a rich, rewarding taste. It is the only whiskey you will want to drink. The official VIP sponsor of The Great Smoke. Please drink responsibly. This is Jenny Garcia from My Father's Cigar. Wait a minute, am I really Jenny Garcia? Say your Jose Ortega? Okay, go ahead. Anyway, this is Jenny Garcia of My Father's Cigars, and I'm proud to be Cigar Fishing number one cigar of the year for 2012. I'm Jose Ortega, and I'm so proud to be part of My Father's Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio. Log on to KissMyAssRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Lord of mercy, with the broadest thirsty, I have a man reimbursement. The part that hurts me is when they try to work me, but I can never let you Step stick into the ball, give it up. That's, that's perfect. Yeah, it was you were do yeah. it. That'd be classic. <laughs> yeah. My notes are all over the place. I know, we got a lot of things going on. Oh, yeah, segment seven? Yep. Welcome back. Honest Dave here. Along with my accomplices, the vibrant lady, I'm the very special Adam Key with our very special guest in the studio, founder of JR Cigars, Lou Rothman. Lou, once again, thank you for joining us. Thank you for le- yeah. Thank your wife for letting you out of the house today. We appreciate it. Yeah. She, she's not here yet. No, That's exactly why. Here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to pick her up this afternoon. But uh, we're talking about the incredible journey and the chance happenings that uh, have led to this, you know, development of a historic thing, in my opinion, in the cigar industry. Um, you also became very popular for your writing. You like to write, and you've written some great stories, and you have some great stories to write about. Uh, I'm not sure what year it was, but you actually climbed Mount Kilimanjaro? Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. Seven, eight years ago, and if you don't mind, I ask, how old are you now? 67. Okay, so around at the age of 60, you climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Can you just explain why? Um, My son, Luke, my youngest son, has gone to a lot of countries, and... um, we were in the in the house. He said he was going to uh, I forget like Turkmenistan or some one of the stands. I told him, <laughs> I told him you're not going to any place that ends in stand. So then he said, "All right, uh, he's going to go climb Kil- Mount Kilimanjaro." And I said to him, uh, "I said, well, who's going with you?" He said, "Nobody. He's going by himself." I said, "You're not, you're not going there by yourself." And how old was he at the time? Uh, 
23, 24. And he wasn't going with a group of people just no. by himself. Yeah, he's been to 50 countries. He's very oh. adventurous. Uh, at any rate, uh, and for some reason I said, I'll go with you, which was, you know, a huge mistake. But once I, I've always had this saying, a card laid, a card played. And so, and so I said I'd go with him and, uh, then I called my uh, my brother-in-law who lives in Kansas. I mean, not only is he not accustomed to altitudes, he lives in an earth-sheltered home. Oh my he actually gosh. mows the roof. Oh, my and then, gosh. then I called my son-in-law, and I said to him, you want to climb Mount Kilimanjaro with us? And he said, he's a biker, a mountain biker. And he said, sure. But he thought Mount Kilimanjaro was in upstate New York. <laughs> and he didn't know it was 20,000 feet. Oh, my God. So, so we did it. It was, it was a great bonding experience. How physically grueling was it? Nah, it didn't bother me too much. Really? Yeah. Did you have to train, like, beforehand? Uh, yeah, I did, of- yeah, I did a lot. Of, I used to do, like, 13, 14, 15,000 steps on the stepper per oh. day. But and, and if, now that I've done it, if anybody out there is listening and they ever want to climb Mount Kilimanjaro or any other thing, it's important to practice going down. I would take the elevator, if I were you, to the top of the Empire State Building and walk down and back Different up. Different muscles. It's not that. It's that, uh, yeah, when you're going up, you know, half of your weight is on your front feet and half is on the back foot. When you're coming down, 100% of your weight goes on the front foot. Right. So a lot of people, uh, their toenails would come off because it kept hitting the front of the shoe. Oh, my God. And the muscle was on the front of your shins. Yeah. When we came down, uh, I needed help to get up the curb to get into the hotel. I could not get my foot up the curb. That's how, from walking down, walking up didn't bother me at all. How long did it take you to go up and down? Uh, five days up, uh, about uh, 10 hours down. Wow. My, really? Well, the coming down, my brother-in-law had altitude sickness, and so we came down an emergency route that actually even the guide had only gone down there twice before. Right. You know, severe downhill, uh, which is maybe why I had so much <laughs> problem, but... Yeah, I mean, I was never happier in my life than to get on the bottom of that hill. Oh, my God. And, and how steep is this climb? I mean, you're not climbing, like, pulling up with your hands. No, Mount Kilimanjaro is... trail. Like yeah, a, but uh, it, although it's 20,000 feet, you're going much, much further than that because, uh, you know, it's really a volcano. And so it's many levels. You'll you'll go up 3,000 feet and then down 1,000, then right. up 4,000, oh, down 2,000. So you're constantly going up and down, and you do that uh, in switchbacks. Right. You know? So, uh, yeah, when coming down, though, we just we just come down like a rocket. Straight down. Because wow. another thing is that we had to get out of the rainforest part before nightfall. Right. You know, because we, I mean, all we had was just what we had. I mean, on the way down, uh, I had a Kit Kat. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. And on your way up, you just camp it, pack a night, start a fire, hang out. Was well, it, we was had it, these, was it cold? No, we had these porters. I mean, you know, these these guys like we're wearing like nine million dollars worth of mountain climbing equipment. These guys are in shower thongs, smoking big fat Russian cigarettes, 
and going up there with a dining room table on their head. Oh, I mean, you're kidding. They're, no, they're animals. And, 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 and they're laughing and talking all the time, and you keep thinking, what the hell are these guys talking? <laughs> all they do is go up and down the same trail over and over. There's nothing new, you know? <laughs> and they're having conversations. Yeah, and they're always laughing. That's a great story. Is that where the inspiration for the cigar came from? The Monte Cristo Afrique? Yes. Uh, no, I had the inspiration. Yeah, I guess so. You know, because yeah, that's where it came from. And we put a flag. <laughs> we put a flag, Monte Cristo flag, at the top of the hill. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. You think it's still there? Uh, go check it out. Go yeah, check it out one day. Yeah, see if it's still Ari up there. Dickey just went up. The you know the picture from the Mets. Really? I mean, I, I guess it would be cool. I don't know. You want to want to climb, climb Mount Kilimanjaro? Are you going to sponsor me for this? Would you climb it? I don't think you'd care to climb yeah. it. Yeah. No. no. I would do it. Adam, you would be like, this is not what I thought it would be like. This is just climbing up a hill. I'm done. I have no problem with going up. That's great. I know you would. You would definitely do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. You I have love that. that stuff. Yeah. Well, there are no bathrooms on the way up, you know. You I have to dig a hole. Yeah. I can, we can work with like, it. <laughs> we can work that out. <laughs> while, we're taking, while we're here, I want to give a big congratulations to Randall Simon from Abbeville, Louisiana. Randall has won the Zycar Prize today. Randall, thank you for listening. We'll get that prize out to you right away. A lot of the people from uh, were spread out this year today on the show. Today, yes. We have a wide grasp. Lou, you, you've been on the record as saying many retailers fail to meet customer expectations. Where in, you, where in the sales process do you think most of the mistakes are made? I said that? That's what is quoted somewhere <laughs> saying that. Almost all the retailers I know are actually uh, dead. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Lou. <laughs> so now they're failing to meet the customer's expectations. I, I don't know. My, 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 I had a very quick philosophy in my business, fast, fresh, cheap. That was it. That was it. And uh, every time I saw our profit margins rising because we were buying better and better, I would reduce prices to keep the margin approximately the same, which I was satisfied with. Uh, essentially, you know, I always just wanted to give the customer something to be happy with. Uh, whereas um, I think a lot of these retailers now are trying to sell the customer something that their competitor doesn't have so that it ties them into buying in their store rather than the other guy. Well, it's one of the ways of, of trying to keep some clientele today. At, at what point did you say to yourself or what point did you realize that the avenue of lowering the prices and doing more volume was going to be the way to go? Oh, from the very beginning. From the very big – because when I started, uh, there were these merchants in New York who had been there during World War II with rationing of tobacco. I mean, they made tremendous amounts of money, and they were older. They were all about my age now, you know, <laughs> when I started. And um, uh, they bought better than we did. And as I, I – people kept coming in and telling me prices that they paid for cigars that were actually lower than what I was buying them for. And so I decided to sell at cost for a while. Uh, How could you sell at cost? Well, we had a, we still had a grocery store on, so on 8th Avenue. So you eat it on the tobacco. Yeah, so I used to essentially open the grocery store at 6 in the morning, come to the cigar store at 8 in the morning, work there till 6, and then I would go back to the grocery and work there till 11. That was seven days a week for 13 years. Wow. 
was a little tough at the beginning. It was probably tough for a long while, yeah. too. Yeah. You were, you were originally from, I heard this something, Kansas? My wife's from Kansas. Is that was your yeah, wife? Yeah, I lived okay. out there for a while. Okay. Because you, you, know, you started out very humbly. Uh, well, it was uh, actually it was um, uh, I came back to New. I was I was um, picking up hay in Kansas and and dehorning and castrating cattle. Wow. And then uh, then I came back to New York. Where I was going to go to law school, but my father had this grocery and he wasn't well, and I ended up going to the grocery, and then I ended up in the cigar business. And there you have it. Well, we got a little bit more with Lou. We got one more final break. We'll round it out and do a little quick ass show of the week right after the break. You're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio. Hello and welcome to your California GPS. Go straight ahead for two miles. Hey, this car isn't a hybrid, is it? Nice. Jerk. <laughs> Continue on your current gas-guzzling course for another 1.5 miles. You had to have leather seats. You know, a cow died so you could sit on those seats. You seriously are not going to eat french fries and drive, are you? You might have a little more space between you and the steering wheel if you didn't eat like that. Wait, what? I'm just saying. Turn right at the next light. Air conditioning? Seriously? Have you not heard of global warming? Hello? Oh, well, let me open my window. Good. And toss you out. Hello, you haven't reached your destination. Hello. Come back here, fatty. I'm working it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoke and shells, but undeniably there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves acid cigars. Camacho Corojo, full body, full flavor, full satisfaction. The 94-rated Camacho Corojo, Cigar Aficionado's Top 5 Cigar for 2010. The world's only authentic Corojo cigar is handmade from first-generation Corojo tobaccos grown in the Hamastron Valley of Honduras. Rich, bold, and smooth, the Camacho Corojo's complex profile is truly unique and provides for a smoking experience like no other full-body cigar. For more information on Camacho cigars, visit us at www.camachocigars.com. Camacho Corojo is available. At all smoke in locations. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available, continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series V Milanio, a full flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob magazine. Milanio and the other great Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. 
When is the last time you enjoyed a really good cigar? Our good friends at Zycar not only make the best cigar accessories in the world, but their HC series cigars are second to none. They capture the spirit of Havana, and the high ratings speak for themselves. These cigars are perfectly blended for that balance of rich flavor and tasty smoke. My hat's off to Zycar for making a great cigar. Hey, I consider myself a cigar enthusiast, but the guys at Zycar got this one right. At Smoke In Cigars, we carry all three blends of HC series cigars, and I just heard from my good friends Curtin. Scott, that this fall, Zycar is introducing a new blend. I can't wait to smoke one, and I'm sure it will be another unforgettable cigar. Stay tuned to Kiss My Ash for more details on this new release. It's bold and bewitching, and it has cigar lovers spellbound. Warlock, a devilishly good smoke that's mesmerizing aficionados with its hypnotic blend of deep, complex notes. Crafted in Nicaragua by acclaimed cigar maker Omar Ortez, Warlock tempts the palate with a sorcerer's blend of bold tobaccos that casts its spell and never lets go. Light up a Warlock and see why smokers find its charisma irresistible. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. My name is Maria Martin. Imagine the moment with Kiss My Ash Radio. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Log on to KissMyAshRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Steve here. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio, live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. In the studio, of course, are my sidekicks, Adam Special K, the lovely Lady M. And our very special guest, and probably one of the most interesting guests we had on the show, is founder of JR Cigar, cigar legend Lou Rothman. Once again, Lou, thanks for joining us and being here. It's uh, been a hell of an experience talking to you and hearing some of these really uh, seemingly almost unbelievable stories. Um... Being that now you're 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 retired and you've done your career, is it one thing along the whole history of uh, your career that you would say I would do differently? Hmm. Well, there's a few businesses I got into that I wouldn't have gotten into. We yeah. had a travel agency, a restaurant. We've all made bad choices, yeah. but there's something distinctly, or do you feel that? I should have made a left there when I, you know, when I made a right. No, no, no. I'm happy with where I am and what I did. And That's so great. Forth. That's great. Um, and I guess that's the most part for most people who come along that way. Um, that being said, I like to also ask you what I also ask all my first time guests on the show: if you could do anything, close your eyes, imagine a world you could be anything, do any career, be anything you wanted to do, other than what you've ever chose to do in the cigar industry, what would it be? I wouldn't mind being a center fielder for the New York Yankees. Baseball player? Yeah, I was a very good hitter. Yeah. My, in fact, my brother was a tremendous hitter. 
And a lot of kids, a lot of guys in our neighborhood made it to the major leagues. Did you play uh, in, in school, baseball? Uh, you... Just through the Babe Ruth League. Then I started working with my father. That's, so. yeah. Yeah. Wow, baseball. baseball they, player. Yeah. That's the first baseball player we've that is, We've heard it some is. crazy things, mm-hmm. but that's the first baseball player. I was a little shocked with Baker. Yeah. I know. I was <laughs> in the blood. It's in the blood. It's in the blood. Yeah. I was very but shocked with Baker. I wanted to be an Olympic weightlifter while I was in oh, school. Oh, come but, on. Uh, yeah. No, I, I competed in some weightlifting contests. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I mean, anybody who hasn't met you or seen you, I mean, you're, you're really in phenomenal shape. I keep working out. Yeah, you can tell. Definitely. Do you work out, like, regularly, three, four times a week, or just when you can? Every or? day. Really? Yeah, unless something's going on and right. I miss a day. What, what's your regimen consist of? Uh, three different workouts. Always do stretching. And then, uh, you know, like one day uh, upper body, another day lower body, another day basically cardio and cardio. abdominals. And you just keep that going every day of the week? Yeah. Even on Sunday? Yeah. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, I already worked out today. That's amazing. Sometimes more than once a day. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like we'd be neglect if we did not ask this, but I've been dying to know. After all your years in the cigar industry, what is your favorite cigar of all time? Wow, great question. Well, it was one called Don Diego Provada Number Four. It was like a you know six and five eighths by forty cigar. I like I don't like fat cigars. I I, I tend to you know if you give me a forty two forty four ring size. cigar, I I would enjoy it. And and a lot of times when like I when I would go to uh, Jim's events, uh, they had all fat cigars. I don't have to bring my own cigars. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know what the fascination is with these big fat cigars. It's It's been a trend. I think I think Ernie, Ernesto really started it, mostly, when he came out with the La Gloria Serie R. That was the first really big one I can remember. And then since then, everybody's just been making Well, I'm not talking about 60 ring. I'm talking about, like, 50 ring. You know, that's... When I when I started, I would say seventy five percent of the cigars sold were either Coronas or Lonsdales, either a five and a half or six and a half by forty two. So you feel Robusto is even too big of a ring gauge? For me, yeah, because yeah. not what I'm used to. You know. Wow. And do you do you, do you do you still smoke cigars today? Yes, I do. Yeah. What was the last cigar you smoked? Uh, it was a Nat Sherman in a tube? I forget what it was called. It's one of those Champion series. Oh, okay, yeah. Wow, amazing. Did, did you have to buy it? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lou, I really appreciate you taking the time and being with us on our show. It's interesting, and hopefully we'll hang out a little bit and get to pick your brain a little more. I, I've had the pleasure of sitting down and having meals with you, and, and uh, the stories, even four or five times, is just always amazing. Well, so. I just made them all up. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good storyteller. <laughs> I tell you what, some, some of the stories are, you could almost be plausible they were made up, but... Once again, Luke, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Uh, anytime you're down the area, if you have time, we'd love to have you on. Um, it's that time, folks. We're going to miss the uh, – well, we were going to do an ash hole of the week, weren't we? But uh, we ran out of time. So this has been another edition of Kiss My Ash Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. I wish everyone a happy and – it's still there. Happy and healthy and safe new year. I just you wanted, wanted, I wanted to there? know if you, you want to see why I catch that? <laughs> Unbelievable. Be sure to tune in next week with Manny Iriarty right. of Iriarty Photography and Design. He's going to be our host in our Meet Your Maker segment. In my traditional closing, I want to remind all of you, life is short. Savor the moments that count. And most importantly, never be afraid to express how you feel. Because if anyone doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ash. Honest Abe, reminding you to be merciless, spare no cigars, smoke them all, let God sort them out.
You've been listening to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio every Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon. Join the gang as they pursue life, liberty, and fine cigars. If you missed the show, need more information, log on to kissmyassradio.com. To me.